This is a comic book podcast that is streamed live weekly on youtube.com slash comic pop returns. If you are on YouTube, and I know you are, make sure to subscribe to that channel so you can be part of the action yourself. You're going to hear a bunch of questions and comments here on today's episode. Why not add your voice to the show next time? I mean, granted, it will be my voice reading the question, but let's not get hung up on the semantics of it all. Just go to youtube.com slash returns and subscribe today. And if you want to help us out a little further, a nice review on this platform from you would be really appreciated. Make sure to catch the show live on youtube.com slash returns and visit patreon.com slash if you want to help us more directly. Hello, comic book readers, and welcome to another live episode of Off the Rack, unless you're listening to the show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or wherever the hell you listen to comic book review shows, because this is a weekly comic book review show from Comic Pop Returns and Comic Pop Affiliates where we talk about the books in the past week, recap them, review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then recommend comics that are coming out this week that we think that you should check out. Because God knows that at least the big two aren't going to tell you what the hell to do. It's true. It's, I mean, It is true. Look at, you know, there's a crisis happening. Half of you don't even know about it. I did a Twitter poll back when Twitter was relevant about two minutes ago that uh, was about the Superman 30th anniversary comic book that came out two weeks ago. I remember that, yeah. You know, and... Uh, what does it have? Four original stories in it. No reprints whatsoever, but the front cover was either redrawn or at least recolored by Dan Jurgens and company. And as a result, people were just like, oh, it's a reprint of the death of Superman. That's lame. I don't want to read that. Certainly they didn't buy it. And most comic book retailers didn't even know. In fact, I had firsthand reports that said that comic book retailers, some of whom put it in like other sections, like not new releases. They were like, oh, it's another reprint. Well, I'll just, I'll just chuck this in another area because Oops. who knows? Who cares, in fact? And uh, so DC just did a piss poor job of selling that book. 70% of over 500 people polled said they had no idea that there were new stories in it. Oops. Oops, indeed. Embarrassing. It's not 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 a good look. It's not good. It's not a good look in an era where you're like, every day I am fighting like YouTube channels that have triple the size of comic pop that are saying that my company is dying. And I got to go door to door like I'm Willie fucking Loman trying to tell people to buy DC comics. Stupid. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm not feeling great, as you can probably imagine. I don't know if we're going to be talking about our personal lives too much, but I will mention, of course, that, you know, we're, we're on our way. Here we go. Uh, like, like, this show sponsored by... By nobody. By LaCroix. Mmm, delicious LaCroix. When you don't want caffeine, but you still want the taste and feel of Coke Zero, overpay for seltzer water. It has the same mouthfeel as Coke Zero. You mean I like a carbonated it. beverage? Yeah. I've had like seltzer every... before. I'm telling you, this 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 feels like a Coke product okay. in your mouth. Okay. That's that should be on but the you, box. You haven't had most seltzers out of a can. I have. I I in a pinch. In like when you know dying in the desert. My mom yeah. used to buy seltzer in a can, mm-hmm. the blue one yeah, the, with the okay, dots okay, on. Okay, okay, the blue one. The blue one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, These are my experiences. Well, we, there wasn't as many seltzer options. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I was going to say by viewers like you, if you hadn't already done that. That's true. I haven't. If you are a viewer like you, you can sponsor today's show by using the Super Chats, ask a question or comment, and we'll read it here on the show. Who doesn't want to be a viewer like you? You are. That's yeah. literally you. I like that. Uh, speaking of those people, let's read a couple. I would like to do that as well. Well, These are things I want to do. Well, you're in luck. Do them. We're doing all kinds of things I today. Hope, I hope we do that. Um, There's one. 
Why see Goosey? Uh, Sal always wondered, will you ever do Secret Wars? It's a good question. The uh, Hickman one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, one day. But, you know, I'm not in any rush to do it. But we will one day. Eric Wu says, happy belated birthday wishes to Tiffany. Hope you had a fantastic day. Tiffany Thank did you. have a birthday. I did. It was good. On the 20th, and it was great. Yeah. And we had a birthday party the day before. Yeah. I have balloons in my house right now. We are like, it's amazing. It's it's just a meeting of time in there because it's like we're, we're setting up, we're, we're gearing up for the holidays. We've decided we're going for it, right? But yeah. there's also like fall stuff and balloons. So yeah, it's confusing. It is. And the cats like it. They do. They do. In they... that way where they want those strings. Right? It's so bad. They want those strings. They want them strings. No. So did you read some books? I read a lot of books uh, this week. Did you? Um, so let, let's talk about one that you guys don't give a crap about. Uh, this is by Rainbow Ro- Roll with art by Takashi Miyazawa. And of course, that would be She-Hulk number eight. It's She-Hulk. It's She-Hulk. The covers don't correspond with what's happening in the book. No, they're just, you know, it's Jen Bartel art. It's just, you yep. know. Jen Bartel is phoning it in. But anyway, these are fine. Uh, so she looks a good book. Uh, I'm enjoying it. It's very much like a good marriage between the like classic Marvel romance comics and mm-hmm. like what one would expect from a She-Hulk comic. Um, and it upholds the recent tradition of writers who have no idea how to write courtroom scenes writing for She-Hulk. No shade at Roel they're not really relevant. Like it's not about that. It's right. not about the courtroom stuff. She is employed by a law firm and she does do lawyer stuff, but even the lawyer stuff she does do, which is rare and few and far between is not nearly as egregiously bad as it was in the show, which I also enjoyed, but yeah, it's a good show or it's a good comic and I really enjoy it. The art's great. Um, this particular issue could very much be like a skipper. Cause like, who cares? Because it doesn't feature She-Hulk at all. What? It's about two original characters that were invented. They're, they're, they're two geniuses that fell in love with each other and got together uh, on their mutual desire uh, or resentment of superheroes. They're like, it really sucks that superheroes are just like these randos who get powers. Like, what if you actually tried to get them and knew what you were going to do with them? So they're like, well, being a Hulk is the easiest because there's too many of them. And all you can do is get like gamma radiation. Excuse so, me, there's too many of them. Hulks. No, like compared to like spider characters. Well, they don't know about the spider verse. I suppose somehow that's, true. that's like a well uh, kept, kept secret. secret. Okay. But it's uh you know so their 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 plan is they're gonna steal Jen's blood. Someone they must have gotten notes from the She Hulk show, and uh, yeah, and they and they and they experiment on themselves, and it's this cute little like watch these two like just just build themselves up, and you're like these two are so effed, and then they are, and. Uh, you know, and then, and then they become like villains or whatever. You know, it's it's a it, it's going to be paid off later in the story. Sure. But uh, this issue in you know alone introduces these two new characters, and you know we'll see if it we'll see if the sh- if the book lasts long enough for them to actually do anything in it. Okay. But uh, if you're reading it anyway, you might like the romance between Jen and Jack of Hearts, or the resurrection of Jack of Hearts, or you know the uh, the implications of Jen representing Krakoa in like a in you know human rights I was uh, cases. Waiting for you to say something else about Jack of Hearts because you had two things right in a row about Jack of Hearts. So yeah, he's not really doing anything besides Jen. So it's a uh, you know it's a good book. I I enjoy it. The art's good. <laughs> I I wish the covers were like you know this cover in particular. I was like this is a little uninspired, but uh, for the most part, I've liked the whole package. It's a good series. Uh, if you like that kind of thing. <laughs> There you have that, it. That, that joke really got me. Thank you. I, you know, <laughs> you kind of slipped that in there. I did. Like Jack of Hearts. I was just... <laughs> Fart. I love being funny and clever. 
So, um, yeah, there's all kinds of books that we read this there's week. There's like a lot that came out. I read Demon Wars. You did Demon Wars. I read Demon Wars. Uh, what, what's the uh, Shield, Shield of, of Justice. Justice number one mm-hmm. uh, by Peach Momoko, just mm. across the board. Nice. This continues the D- Demon Wars like storyline that Peach has been weaving yeah. um, through several different books. And uh, so if you've been reading that, you, you're following along with the rest of the class. Hey. And if you haven't, I don't know how you are getting through this, but hey, you can enjoy that art. Yeah. And you can kind of start piecing some things together for oh, sure. sure. Um, yeah, this one felt like the most like this is this is a con- even though it has a big old number one on it. They all do. That's what Marvel's been doing. Yeah. With these. For a um, change. But I would say this one in particular, I think this would be one of the harder ones to jump in from here. Mm. Um, but hey, there her version of Spider Man's in it. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's a, he's their friendly neighborhood spider yokai. <laughs> he literally looks like a spider. Okay. Man. <laughs> so a man spider. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I guess. So. But like, he has no face. Like, he's his face is like a spider face. Oh. And he's got arms, and he's got like the legs, and he's got like a little bit of a spider butt on the back. Okay. But the webs come from his mouth. Naturally. Which I think was fair. Fair. Yeah. That she made that call. So okay. It's probably a good call to make. Um, but I, I, you know, I really like this book and, um, I will say, admittedly speaking, I had forgotten a couple of things that had happened. So even for me reading this, I was like, wait, what, wait, who, mm-hmm. wait, what? Um, so I, I do like to think though, that a lot of the demon war stuff reads really, really well collected. I have one of the collected. I haven't had a chance to go back and reread anything from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just find this to be such an enchanting world to visit. Yeah. Um, because it's like, Hey, I know those characters, but they're very different. Right. Obviously not only in their looks, um but you know obviously with what mythos that they are like blended with or yeah. merged with uh, in the back we tend to get a little bit of like mythological information not necessarily about those characters but maybe some of the characters they're based on so it's kind of cool it's like it's an educational experience if you're interested in that type of thing for the again back of the book mm-hmm. um but otherwise like i said I, I always like this type of story where it's like hey take the marvel like universe take the dc universe and like set it someplace else sometime else uh some mythology else you know right. what i mean and then you know run with it like that really appeals to me for yeah. some reason um even though i know technically none of it really makes any sense or like makes any like uh it has no continuity necessary it doesn't yeah. make like a real difference I, I still like them a lot so right yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah well there you go that's a recommendation oh and apologies it was called demon days but it still continues or the old or the original book was called demon days yeah but, like it's it's all the same things and if you want to find like, it just you know i was gonna say if you want to point that out yeah man sorry yeah more power to you (laughs) nobody likes being everybody likes being corrected uh so let's see that's not what i meant by that uh i read uh nightwing number 98 from tom taylor and this time by uh with art by danielle and danicolo what um yeah it's good the art's good it is it had a redondo vibes okay is, is um, Rodondo taking a break? Is Rodondo? I assume. Okay. I mean, you know, these Everybody everybody's favorite artist who's working is always going to leave for an extended period of time because they need time to be as good as they are. Yeah. Like fair. It's just Mark Bagley who's like, I don't need a break. You want me to fill in for anybody? Like otherwise, it's like, oh, I'm going to need to take at the least man, an arc. Is a machine. Yeah, he is a machine. Um, but yeah, uh, so Nightwing number ninety-eight. This is cute. It in. Uh, it introduced, you know, the last page reveal of the of ninety seven was like, oh my god, uh, Rick Grayson is back, but this time is a separate entity. So like, you know, Nightwing gets picked up by Rick Grayson in a cab, and he's like, it's me, 
Rick. Rick, the worst thing that ever happened to you. And uh, so Nightwing gets in, and, and it's, does, does Nightwing have a moment of like, "Am I, am I dead? Am I having a stroke? No, Are we doing one of those things. Like, what is happening?" To me? No, 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 no. He, he just gets in. He gets in because he's like, "Well, something's afoot," and, and and the character doesn't really like give him much time. He's like, "You know what? There's called adventure." I don't. Most people say no. I go, "Yeah, yeah, I love life." That's Nightwing, <laughs> but uh, it, it introduces a new character. It's a fifth dimensional imp named Nightmite. And he's like, I'm your biggest fan. Oh, like, no. He's like, got one, too? Yeah, like Batmite or uh, Mixes Pitlick. And it's great. Is he? Who is he more like? He's more like Batmite where he's a fan. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, Batmite is a fan uh, and wants to help, but also is like a fifth dimensional mischievous. Uh, Nightmite is only interested in helping out. Uh, he does admit to being a shipper of Nightwing and Starfire, but he is happy to see that Batgirl and he are together. Okay. And he's like, hey, how about we just screw screw all of this nonsense? And so he just uses his fifth dimensional powers, invites, just teleports everyone from Nightwing's like cast to one location and sets up the wedding. He's like, why don't you just get married and let it and just give people what they want? Boom. Everyone's here. Boom. Nightwing, uh, you know, Barbara Gordon, Batgirl, you're at the altar. Bitewing is the ring bearer. Batman's here. He's going to give you away. Like, it, it's we're, we're, we're ready to go. And they're both like, no. And he's like, lame. But let it be known that it's your choice. And then he, like, makes it go away. Oh, that's um, interesting. Is that like a... Uh... Yeah, it's like a fourth wall breaking. Like, no, like, why don't they just get married? Here. Nightmite's going to make it happen right now. Ask them. Force them. Are they going to get married? No? Okay, that's on you. Babs is like, not yet. And I'm like, sure. Is it a commentary on, like, the idea of, like, allowing characters to naturally progress to this and not have editorial, like, commanded? I mean, it could be. Yeah, that'd be, that's a more positive way to look at it. It could be like an (laughs) anti-Spider-Man marriage kind of thing where it's like, yo, that just came out of nowhere. Um, whereas this is like, no, let's gradually build to it. Or, or, you know, like that, like the bat cat thing where it's like his characters were clearly leading to that, but yep. then clearly be like, Oh, nope, never mind. Nope. Nope. We're not gonna do that. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, so, uh, they go on a fun little adventure. Uh, it's an adventure that he wants Nightwing to go on, on his own, but he needs a partner. So he makes Batmite able to talk. And so Batmite and Nightwing team up. Oh no, uh, Wait, I'm sorry. Bite, Bitewing. Bitewing? Yeah, Bitewing, his dog. Like, uh, Haley. Like Ace, but from like the cartoons. Oh and no, stuff. I was going to say, like, um, God, what the hell's his name? Dr. Stranger's now dog. Oh yeah, no, but no. No, it's not like that. It is not like that. Like Bast or whatever his name is. It's not that. No, he's a Basset hound. Yes. Um, You're thinking of the cat goddess. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, no, it's it's just if Haley could talk. And so Haley's just like, like, you, like, you, like thank you. His dog thoughts. Yeah, it's like you saved me. No, that's sad. Yeah. No, no. Like I think in in my head, I want to be able to communicate with my cats in that way. Right. I don't. I don't think I really do. No, but it's cute. It's actually really sweet because he's just like now Nightwing knows that Haley appreciates being rescued and like yeah. enjoys their like her life. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Um. Then they kill her. No, I'm kidding. They, what? Uh, <laughs> no, it's great. They team up and they have a great time. And uh, and a Nightmite is just kind of like a fun, cute character. Obviously. They would have called him Mightwing, yeah. but we already did Bitewing, so we can't do that. I mean, like, I'm just like, no, there's no way they weren't going to call him, you know, Mightwing. That seems the more obvious route. To yeah, go. but they had, but otherwise, you have Bitewing and Mightwing. No. So is the fifth dimension just filled with like 
fanboys. Yeah, fan I assume. Folk. I mean, they're they're usually just people or imps. Like, you know, Batmite the, is an is an aberration because he likes Batman so much. It's supposed to be like our realm. <laughs> it's just filled with stands. It's yeah. nothing but stands. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's you know it's you're, you're predisposed dimension. to doing it when you have like infinite powers or something like that. It's cute. <laughs> Uh, but it's a great issue and a really fun, uh, you know, arc, and uh, you, you'll enjoy it if you like Nightwing at all. Okay. So you know, read that. Read that. Just read it. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, I read Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. What a shock! I've listened, man. Book. I really like this book, written by Jean Luen Young with art by Marcus Toe. The art looks great. Um, this. Like right now, we're in the middle of a contest. We're doing a contest for the Ten Rings. It was taken away from him. We're getting a little backstory about what happened there, why that big scary worm thing is important. Now it's actually all freaking tied together because trust me, if you're gonna trust somebody other than me to tell you this, trust Jean Luen Young to know how to tell a story right. and to like be like, hey, I did this thing, which like obviously we were going to use this like villainous force throughout here, but like actually it all ties in. Oh, like, okay. Cool. All right, awesome. Good. Uh, also, there's twelve rings. Oh, Jesus. Which I'm like, okay. Okay. What I like about this is there's 12 rings. We don't know where the other two are. Right. They haven't been seen for like quite Millennia a long time. Millennia or something. Okay. Um, which I'm like, dope. I, <laughs> again, I trust this man. Yeah. I trust him. And you should because he, he, does, he does good work. Go for it. Um, now, again, I'm not super familiar with the history of Shang-Chi. Maybe this has happened before. I don't know. But like, as far as I know, there's been 10 rings. Now there's two more. Mm-hmm. I mean originally when they were actual rings i don't know where those two would go yeah <laughs> <laughs> in this places um but um yeah so it's just it's just a really you know dope continuation of the story going so far so we've got a lot of action in here we do get a bit of an info dump but the info dump itself has action in it and also has a really cool like again it's that tying to mythology right like, yeah so like Obviously, this is not a mythology I am super familiar, familiar with. with, like at all. And I'm not going to even pretend like I'm just like, actually, I know. No, right? Because no, I, I wiki it right before the show. Like, no, no, I, I really don't. And so, like, it's it's really cool um, to get like even like a super heroic glimmer at it because obviously it's told through the eyes of a superhero comic. So I can't say how accurate it is or if it's like taken. And then like twist it in order to fit it in there. Right. Um, but it's really cool. Anyway, to, to see that type of splash in there and like Toe's art really works for it. Mm-hmm. Like he really like is able to blend the like heroics, the action, the martial arts of like the modern day, the, the current day, even though they're in like this crazy tournament champion style. Oh, sure. Thing, um, with like these past flashbacks, which are more fantastic. Okay. Uh, so it's just, it's a really like coherent book. It's coherent, <laughs> it's cohesive and it's consistent. It's, it's, it it's is all, consistent, it's right? Seasons, right. The, this is very much a book that I'm like, man, like people who say like, like me, myself and I, um, that some books are just, they're just not good week to week or it's like, it's up and down. There, there are definitely some books from the Krakoa era that, you know, I'm like, I, I'm on the book and I'm reading it, but like not every book hits in this, like maybe like one series or whatever. Yeah. This every issue is just great. That's nice. It's, it's just great. It's just, it's always a good read. And like I said, though, it's one of those where it's, it's, it's a little quieter because mm. it's just Shang-Chi doing his Shang-Chi thing, right? Sure. But, and maybe because it's not making a huge bombastic splash and like, in yeah, it's terms not of getting, Marvel as a whole. It's not a noisy book. Right, so like every once in a while, I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta read that. And like I said before, I am never disappointed when I read this <laughs> book. And I'm like, so There's this time around, like when I sat down and I went to read it, I was like, I'm actually, I'm, I, I can't wait. Where are we going next? Yeah, that's great. 
and like i i literally can't wait to see how he's gonna wrap this all up yeah um, no, it's because true. there's you know there's there's betrayals and there's you know there there's you know love lost and like all, there's so much going on but it, it all works and it's all just really well done and um listen like if you're looking for something that is like i said consistent and maybe martial arts isn't for you i'm not typically a martial arts comic reader this book has like captured me so i would say go back to issue one and just start there because trust me it is a treat now not issue one of uh the of ten rings. and the ten rings i'd go no, all the way Shang back to versus the marvel universe yeah right? so like yeah we've had we've had quite a long run at this point so you yeah. could grab the chain uh, the, it's not even shang chi versus the marvel universe it's just shang chi by gene lin young go grab that start there and then you can catch up to this and trust me i, I think you'll be rewarded for it yeah nice Good for Shang-Chi and Yang. He's a great uh, yeah. creator and dude. Yeah, and honestly, like like I said, you know, the original artwork I loved so mm-hmm. much. When Marcus Toe came on, I was like, I, I wonder how much of it was the art that I liked mm-hmm. versus the writing. Yeah. Um, and it turns out, as long as you have a like, really, you know appropriate level like it's not like, like it's it has to be great it just no, has to it's be just, it's just the right fit. And even though Toe's art is so different from where we began with Ruan's art, um, it, it's just he's a he's a skilled artist. So as long as you have a skilled artist on this, like Young's writing is so strong, mm-hmm. you're fine. You're good. Nice. It just it carries through. So yeah. <laughs> well, uh, uh, I guess do we have any? We don't have any more super chats, right? I don't think no, so. it's pretty it's pretty light week. That's but okay. we have uh, deceased is uh, you know its third chapter or did this just if, come out? Uh, no, this is the fourth issue. So it's it's been out for almost six months. No, 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 no. The issue three did issue three. I feel like you just talked about eh, this. like two weeks ago, maybe. Was it's, it really? It's pretty, it's pretty uh, consistently released. But deceased okay. number four, uh, War of the Undead Gods, um, from Trevor Hirstein and Tom Taylor. This series is great as it was the last five times I've read mm. deceased. I think we got deceased, unkillables, the second one, the digital series at Earth's End or whatever, mm-hmm. and then this one. Okay, but uh, you know the new gods are all infected, and so they're like taking that's, over. That's a nightmare. It is, yeah. Well, and that's, that's like very much a nightmare scenario. And it's a fun idea that like isn't it isn't explored too often, like how important they are. Like I remember, or just like not even how important they are, but like that there is there is power there. Yeah, and, and it, it's interesting because either because, they're on your side or they're not involved. Right, exactly. <laughs> and in the '90s, I remember that uh, you know the new gods were like a fan favorite, most like because there was some uh some kirby worship that was taking place because kirby unfortunately passed in the mid 90s and uh i saw that like there was a lot of like because nobody like thought about it nobody really regarded the new gods or eternals or any of his like later work Mm -hmm. uh they were like oh let's incorporate it into the superman animated series and so you see it in that and occasionally you see it like the jurgens run of superman and stuff and and in the comics specifically whenever the new gods came up Superman regarded them as like a nuisance. Like it was always just like these, like, oh man, the new gods are here. Like, mm. what? Do me a favor and leave me alone. I, I remember that vividly being a quote by Superman. Okay. Talking to the new gods, like, just leave me alone. Uh, but this is cool because it does play with the idea of like how powerful the new gods can be, especially if they're under Dark Side's thrall and using the anti life virus. Uh, this issue in particular, you could skip it if you want to, but obviously, if it's deceased, it's only eight issues. You're going to want to read the whole series, but if you're reading it week, like month to month, week to week, you could wait, but uh, I, I, you'll, you'll miss some fun character interactions. And that's really what this is all about. Mm. It's all about Tom 
Taylor just playing with the characters and exploring them and their interactions. Uh, we see, you know, Alfred and Leslie Tompkins have finally gotten together. Uh, he, he has survivor's guilt and murder guilt because he killed the bad family except for Damien. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they found a cure. But it was admittedly like after Damien had already grown up as an adult. So like it, it was a while, Alfred. Uh-huh. Like you can you can, you can can forgive yourself. But uh, we're, we're dealing with that. Alfred has this fun moment where he's like, I want to come with you. Like give me a give me a ring or some kind of like, you know, belt or something. Like I want to come and save. Like I want to protect. I don't want to see Alfred with a grand. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is like Damien's like absolutely fucking not. And so they leave without him. <laughs> Uh, but that's like writing on the wall because I think Tom Taylor also was like, let me make Alfred have powers in the Injustice book he wrote. And uh, Alfred like teaches Superman a thing or two, which is pretty dope. But uh, it's it's a great read, okay. but most of it is dominated by the idea that like, you know, the the, the DC heroes have to go to Oa. The Owen's like, we're finally getting off our, off our ass and we're going to involve ourselves. So like there's like 16 worlds that were taken over or whatever. I don't remember what the number is, but like they were just, they were taken over or destroyed or in, in dark sides thrall so we gotta we gotta annihilate those worlds mm-hmm. okay. and the heroes are like absolutely not and so there's a fight and that's the issue okay. the issue is just like there's infighting like it's you know it's the it's it's the battle before like the real battle where okay. they're just like they're fighting with each other about like the morality of their decisions and you know the owens being like we're in charge like you know it's like it's when you old bastards but uh, it's a great series and it's a really fun read and Taylor's having a ball and okay. you would be too if you were reading DC Stat World's End or whatever the hell it's called. Um, the War of the Undead Gods. I hate this title. I think I say it every time. But uh, yeah, it, it you know, because it doesn't roll off the tongue. But yeah. Nice. Uh, Ray Farr says, Compop, woo. Happy belated birthday, Tiffany and Saturn. Oh, no, not me. But happy birthday, Tiffany. And happy Turkey Day to all of Comic Pop. I hope Ethan feels better. Love last week's Elseworlds, by the way. Thank you very much for checking it out if you haven't Thank already. You. Ethan and I were on Elseworlds Exchange. And uh, yeah. this week, Ben and I will be on Elseworlds Exchange. Check out those episodes as nice. they go. Uh, but yeah, it was fun to have him on. And yes, Ethan's fine. He was uh, he recorded a thing when he was sick um, or getting over being sick. Yeah. And so his voice was shot. But he's back. If you checked out the recent episode, yes. um, you'll know he's fine. But uh, yeah fun stuff uh thank you very much and what else did you read tiffany while i get this one going i only i only had one more so okay. you might as well go next well uh coronet chris says hey sounds of any first time here uh live after catching up on most of your live and uh yeah. after a year and a half of catching up on all your back issues episodes just want to say i love what you do coronet chris thank you so much thank you. uh yeah it's nice to see you here welcome to the show thanks for yes. being part of it and we do appreciate you uh checking out everything man it's, thank you, uh, it's thank very you. kind um MNNM says, uh, I'd recommend last week's Stargirl, which continues Jeff Johns' current saga uh, that apparently only I care about. DC definitely couldn't care less. I know you liked Flashpoint Beyond, so you might like this too. Yeah, there was a Golden Age book that I was supposed to read. I didn't read that either. I like I like the idea of calling it a saga because I know it's actually the saga that he's writing, but also just the saga of Jeff Johns. Yeah, it's, it's, he does, if anybody does. Just the finger gun saga. Yeah, it's true. Jeff Johns. <laughs> uh, Zoinks says, uh, hey guys, hope you're well. Did you give the Jeff Johns Golden Age book a read? <laughs> Uh, also, Mr. B- Freeze book was amazing. No, I didn't read it, but I should. Um, I Honestly, the end of Flashpoint Beyond, when he's like, here's all these missing characters, I'm like, couldn't care less. Cool. Close book. You got to give it a shot. Though. Especially because nobody cares. You'll, you'll listen. Like, he's not involved in, like, the the new initiative. Maybe we'll wrap up the show by talking about that DC yeah. dawn of whatever the fuck. Yeah. And get into it. Uh, but yeah, uh, Rayfar also says, I went to my new college and there was a comic shop close to the campus. And oh my God, it was the best I've ever been in. 
the one around me are horrible. That's great. That's excellent. Hey, when you find a good comic shop, trust me, it's a game changer. Dope. It's a complete game changer and yeah. a wallet destroyer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the way, those who say like, oh, I care. I'm talking. I'm, do you work there? Because that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people hey, be nice. DC comics. But uh, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about the editorial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, but it's fair because like we have talked about how people just in general don't care about a book. And they, they and, and, and by and large, they don't. It, but but yeah. it's worse. It is almost worse when the company itself doesn't care about this. This is true. This is true. Um, hey, speaking of things that people don't care about anymore, uh, Dark Crisis, uh, World Without a Justice League, Batman finally came out. So if you were reading, uh, let's say, like the last issue of Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths, and uh, for the last two issues, you saw this like clockwork Batman character, you'd be like, I forgot this was coming out. I wanted to read this. What, 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 what's going on here? Yeah. What, what, what is this? And this is the issue that barely explains it. It just shows you the Elseworld. It's like, you know, oh, cool, an Elseworld's book about Batman. Or A Tale from the Dark Multiverse, you might say. Uh, but otherwise, you know, yeah. But it's uh, from Ryan Sook and, of course, Cy Spurrier. Who's great. Yeah, he is great. And uh, that's why this book uh, is, is a little bit of a shame. Um, oh, really? It, it's really well written, and it has really, really great art, and I just couldn't care less. Like, it's one of those issues that's just like, yeah, all right. You know, like... It, the, the world is ravaged by an evil virus that was made by patient zero, who was the Joker and everyone like laughed themselves to death. And Bruce Wayne, who then changed his name to Bruce wax because he didn't like the last name Wayne, because it sounded like, like receding and going away. And he wanted to be more about progression oh, and, growth, and waning fart. And so he built this like Citadel that is Gotham city. And he's like, and, and he wears a mask. Uh, but as Bruce Wayne, uh, mostly because he's like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Wax now. And so people can, you know, differentiate they, they, there's two different characters they don't bother me i can go to the grocery store um etc et but at night there's another character called the knight and the knight attacks and like does and he's ruthless and brutal and uh yeah like it's horrible like they fight the the penguin and um the knight believes that the penguin is responsible for the murder of the waynes and so he's like oh, i'm gonna kill you and then he doesn't but then uh penguin gets the the, the virus into him and he basically breaks his own he, he kills himself by bashing his brains in on the knight's mask like just on the strength of the of the knight's wow. mask. yeah it's really brutal and really cool it's really well drawn too and the story is just like the knight and you know uh wax and how there's there, there are two sides of the same coin obviously they're both bruce wayne but how could they be and uh so um the knight attacks wayne and gets to the bottom of it take kidnaps him takes him into the batmobile and goes through the wastelands they go to arkham uh wax barely remembers like you know fragments and images he's like arc this is just his arc that's the only letters that'll left uh -huh. and they get in there and alfred's there and alfred's running the arkham uh, asylum and uh, he has all of batman's rogues like under glass and uh he proceeds to explain to them i don't know if i want to give away the ending but like okay we, then don't yeah but i've seen it i saw it coming a mile away is my point and i was oh, like okay. damn it it's and again it's well written it's well executed the art's good the story's fine and these and, and and like i said the writing is really like sharp but like nobody asked for it mm. it's but too late didn't they all get a book no well like some of them did and some of them got backups like zatanna gets a backup in this and well, so we find out what happened to zatanna i understand you know, like, that uh, martian manhunter got a backup uh you know green lantern got a book got an issue um mm -hmm. Yeah, but again, like, and they were all kind of like, because DC made no effort to make anyone care about the death of the Justice League or the Dark Crisis, to have a tie-in or an Elseworld book that explains where the Justice League were during that time. They're, they're 
clearly not like selling it on the back of that. They're selling it on the back that it says Batman really big. This book is called Dark Crisis World Without a Justice League Batman. Yeah, but Batman stands out <laughs> way more than well, Of course it does. Else. Because so, like, that's what I'm saying. They're they're really trying to sell it on the back of that. Yeah, but every other book is just exactly the same. Oh, like, sure. You know, it's like that's the Superman They don't book. care about when it comes out, though, because they're just like, it says Batman on it. Right, but... They've already known that they've made X amount of money off of it. Maybe it's not the same amount that they would make off of, like, one of the two main Bat titles, but they know there's a, a percentage of people yeah. out there who are going to buy Batman. That's true. And I guess that's why this one was so heavily delayed versus the other ones, because, like, all the other ones came out during a time of relevance, and this one did not. Well... I like the night suit be cool <laughs> I was like that was the end of that sentence I, I have nothing to say to that no I, it's I fine like you know and the book is fine you know it can't help you you know it's like okay. it's one of those books that's just like oh neat oh neat <laughs> Sal from comic pop yeah that's I mean you know that's uh that's that you know that's DC a lot of people are complaining that you didn't see this in their subscription fee but I know that we got a push notification uh, because I heard it on my phone. Well, I would say too. Well, I did. I got the push notification too. But I mean, admittedly, I have the bell clicked. I do too. No, no. But I was going to. So I was going to say that YouTube recently adjusted some things. They did. So they might still be working through some stuff. But like, just keep letting us know. Like, you know, let us know if you're not getting. Yeah, no, I'm not complaining. But it is. It, I'm. I'm complaining no, it at YouTube's expense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like, we appreciate you guys letting us know because it helps us to understand what's going on, so that we can better arm ourselves yeah. and inform you guys when it comes out. So thank it's you for true. that. Yeah, and YouTube doesn't know why. Uh, I was just talking to somebody about having a meeting with YouTube and YouTube said, and I quote, um, that's interesting. I've never seen that before. <laughs> I saw. Uh, did, they, did they ask you to turn it off and on again? Right. I think that would actually help <laughs> if they were to do that. Just turn it off and turn it on again. Right? Could you just happens. try it? Um, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's rough being being the smaller channels. Uh, uh, Zoinks, we read. Uh, Ray Far, we, we read. Yeah, we did that. One more. There he uh, is. But Thorn Identity's here, and hey. he says, happy belated Tiffany, Sal. Thank you. Turn that friend upside down, man, finger guns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the birthday wishes. Thank you very much, you're man. You're having a great week. Thanks for watching. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, hey, here's something that makes me happy. Uh, I was I read uh, Batman, Superman, World's Finest, number nine from Mark Wade and Dan Mora. Um, this is a, just a terrific series. It's a great flashback book. It's about oh gosh, is that that new kid that like, yes. is from his perspective yes it is that's Jeez. that's right that's right uh joker doesn't do that it is it covers a lie but uh the book is fun uh it, it's it, basically it's like what if batman and superman had to create or raise a robin you know like that's what this arc is essentially and mm -hmm. they immediately just shove him on the titans and he's he's from gotham and he's like he he feels uh survivor's guilt and also some guilt from his own actions apparently because he came from a doom planet that was like a parallel earth and um he had a gotham and the gotham uh city was it's like was the you know the kryptonian city of you know analog and whatnot mm -hmm. but uh apparently the parents made a rocket too but the kid like screwed it up like he broke it before like he thought he had more time like he broke it by screwing around and playing in it and then when the emergency came, only he could be sent back or sent to another Earth. Okay. And so he's like really dealing with that. Sure, sure. With that. Also, the key is in this. And the key is uh, last seen in, I think, that Grant Morrison Justice League book we did on back issues. But uh, oh, that's right. You mentioned that. Mm -hmm, but the Joker and uh, the key team up and they're like opening, you know, uh, portals. They're, they're, they're having fun with portals. And uh <laughs> It's cool. Who doesn't have fun with portals? Yeah, and it's not like I couldn't care less about the key Joker stuff because the interactions between like Batman, Robin, Superman, 
Kid Thunder or whatever the hell his name is. And, uh, you know, and, and, and everybody is just so enchanting and well executed uh, that it's totally worth the price of admission. You got to re- be reading this book if you haven't already uh, picked it up. It's just cute to see. And it's a little flashback book. You get to see the Titans in action. Uh, you get to see like Superman and Batman, like, you know, during better days. You get to see a, a really solid Robin and why Dick Grayson was the best. Mm. Uh, good stuff overall. And it's, uh, yeah, it's totally worth picking up. So check out World's Finest number nine. Awesome. Uh, if you haven't already. All right. I've got uh, I got one. We oh, can great. Talk Let's about. talk about it. Uh, I read Immortal X-Men hey. this week. Uh, Immortal X-Men number eight. Yep. I'm like, I'm going to find that number. You just wait and see. Written by Kieran Gillen with art by, I honestly don't remember who the artist is on this. Is it really? Is it uh, Michelle ben- Bendini? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, listen, Kieran what a Gillen is freaking dope. It's freaking dope. It's a really dope looking cover. Um, Kieran Gillen is like hot off of Judgment Day AXE. If you didn't read it when it comes out, trust me, give it a read. It is a such a like great event. Just good event. Don't even think about it as an event. No. Events make people get Upset. like flashbacks yeah. to events. Just read it as a great thing that happened in the Marvel <laughs> Universe. Something that happened and it was a fun. great tale. A great tale to be told. Um, but obviously, uh, Gillen had been dealing uh, a lot with Immortal X Men um, with Destiny. Yeah. And uh, Mystique and. Um, Doctor uh, Essex. Oh, okay. Sure. You know, and the, like the connection between um, Destiny and Sinister. Oh, sure. And not just Sinister as we know him, but like the original, the original Sinister. Yeah. Um, and so we kind of this is really. I feel like this is kind of like a we're getting our feet wet again. You know, like we have this issue where we're going to get into it a little bit. We're going to be telling the story from the perspective of Mystique okay. uh, through different times and in, mm. in terms of like interactions with uh, Destiny. Interesting. And like knowing that, you know, like she doesn't always share things with Mystique, yeah, right. And so, like, but Mystique always is curious and always wants to know more, and often puts herself in places she shouldn't be for the reason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we see her like in the '40s, and then we see her during like Sherlock Holmes times, where she plays Sherlock Holmes. Like okay. Mystique is Sherlock Holmes. Oh, she's always been Sherlock Holmes. Yes, and okay. I and and Destiny is Irene Adler. Yes, in a sense. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. oh, that's that's I like that. <laughs> yeah got me Gillen. um and that often she helps mystique solve with the, the crimes, crimes yeah. um but so we do this whole thing with, with essex in terms of you know like he he is a, a meek looking man mm-hmm. um but then like almost jekyll and hides out okay uh so there's something there um but presumably they they kill him at the end of at the mm. end of it right um, and Mystique's like, I never quite understood how the original came back. Because, right. Like he didn't have the abilities he had then. But we're talking about like the like you know turn of the century kind of thing. Yes. Um, like the eighteen early like late eighteen hundreds. Yeah. So he's he supposedly should not have this technology, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but then we see that like clearly there are other like clones, like and 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 Destiny knows about that. Hmm. Um, so there, there's something there. Like these two have a long history, and and I'm honestly very interested in in this story now do i think it's going to have larger ramifications yeah simply <laughs> because of the fact that um we're clearly going to be doing something with sinister oh forward, sure right yeah, he's getting a whole event yeah or and, story and so i like to think that some of the stuff that gillen is setting up here is going to feed into that or at least maybe give a little more flavor to what's going on mm-hmm. um in terms of that event uh i don't know if he's going to be the mastermind behind it he's just done something larger i have a, like i don't know if he's gonna not gonna be like hey someone else is doing it but like i like nathaniel i want to get in on this let's let's talk a little bit about the maybe the og and, yeah. and his connection with destiny nice. so like i said this issue felt like a little bit like we're like 
Okay. And that might have been for Kieran Gillen as well. Yeah. Just like, to kind of like get it, out it, of it the feels zone. It's like a bit of an exhale, mm-hmm. but like, you know, gearing up to the next breath. Oh, I love that. So. Yeah. It's a great description. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I read The Gold Goblin number one from Christopher Cantwell with art by Lan Medina. Uh, this was a, a book that uh, Marvel released the cover of months ago, back I think in July. And I remember uh, I, tw- I was very negative about it. I tweeted something like, I could not, like, I don't feel anything when I see this. And I, I by the way, I wasn't like, it was a very popular tweet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it was like, there were other people expressed similar sentiment where they were just like, like, how dare you try and mm-hmm. uh, redeem Norman Osborn? He looks like a, you know, like a template Power Ranger. You know, who cares? Uh, why would you give him a book? Gold Goblin sounds stupid. You know, everything you could possibly think about it. Trust me, it's been said. And, um, you know, I, and if you just release this image and like set it at, a, at a, like a big summit meeting, like, ladies and gentlemen, Gold Goblin, that's all I have to say. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be like, fine, moving on. Uh, but it's really well written and it's really well drawn and it is not really about Norman Osborn thinking this is a great idea and doing his thing. It, it's more a character explanation that we don't have time for or the chops to accomplish in the in the Spider-Man book okay. uh, and, and explore Norman Osborn's character after having been blown away by a sin shotgun that removed all of his uh, past mistakes. I don't know what that's even supposed to mean. You know, is that, does God care about that? Is he involved? Cause he does exist. Right. You know, if, if Norman Osborn like got blown away by that magic shotgun and then he like died like mm-hmm. a few days, like I just hit by a cab. Would he go to heaven? I don't know. You know what, what I mean? What does God need with a shotgun? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he didn't need anything with a shotgun. I know. That's what I'm that's saying. Sin Eater was he using doesn't it. Care. He's yeah, like, he could be like, whatever. No, no, that's bullshit. That's, uh, those are silly rules, and I don't, I don't abide by them. But uh, th- this is basically exploring like what would Norman Osborn be like if that were the case? How would he think? He is haunted by like the image of Gwen Stacy, and she's like, she's she's not, and it's not her clearly. You know, and it's not like the progenitor or the uh, or a ghost or a clone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's his guilt, you know, now that he's not evil or crazy. Um, it, it explores the idea of like, what if Norman Osborn, who was crazy and an asshole, was just kind of a jerk who remembers be- like everything he did? And I'm like, right. that's kind of cool. Like, it's it's is the Golden Goblin a terrible name with a stupid costume? Absolutely. But this issue is really good. And uh, I stand by it. I'm like, no, it's a good issue. You should read it. Do you think they like that? I think they know it. I was going to say, do you think they're testing Cantwell out for for Spider-Man? Yeah, I would. I mean, like Cantwell wrote Iron Man just for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, I think Cantwell has his designs on Iron Man, although on, on uh, Iron Man. No, on, on Spider-Man. He was just doing Iron Man. He just did Iron Man. But like, right. uh, I mean, I, I no one who works at Marvel doesn't want to write for Spider-Man except sure. for Chip Zdarsky. And uh, <laughs> the other thing is I can imagine um you know kate's is off of hulk now and i know kate's wants spider-man oh interesting so i mean like between kate's and cantwell i think kate's is gonna get it you know yeah but he'll only be on it for like an arc or two okay um at least that's my exploit that, that, that would be my 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 guess um but i mean like you know i'd like to see on art just one time but like i don't think he'd ever switch for spider-man yeah i'd like to see dan mora do some spider-man mm same are you kidding me oh yeah damn more on spider-man is like a no-brainer um no the way to fix spider-man is just 
make it monthly again, put Dan Moore on it, and give it to either uh, Cantwell or, you know, or anybody really who just wants to do it. Yeah. Who has a really strong idea that might have like a whole like 30 issue arc. But anyway, uh, it's a good book. I enjoyed Gold Goblin, despite how awful that name is. Um, but yeah, uh, I didn't even know when they released it. Marvel's just like, hey, like Golden Goblin, like Mike Drop. They didn't say like Kent was like writing it or anything like that. They were just they, like Gold Goblin. They seem to be very hyper focused on the number one. They are right now. Like they that's are. that seems to really be like this is that initiative. Mm-hmm. Like when people look back at this like period, period, this like small window where it was like we did. It was all about Krakoa. Yep. And first issues. And first issues. Like this is Marvel first. Yeah. So, like. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised in the least if that if, if they eventually like labeled it something to that effect. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's but it's a good issue. It's a good issue. Joshua Link, Campbell's also doing an awesome job on the current Namor series. Yeah, I didn't read that, so I'll uh, but I'll, I'll I'll let you be the judge. Right, but like that that's good to know that like there is like versatility, a, a versatility and a good and a quality across the board with his writing. So. Yeah, yeah. Um let's see you got anything else i do i do uh i also read a book that took like what 17 years to come out it is uh written by jim zub and ray fox oh no way really yep with art by jethro morales or at least this wish this issue is and that'll be murder world murder world is the name of the story slash event and then each murder world book will be a new number one with a different like character attached so it'd be like murder world avengers murder world spider-man murder world whatever the fuck okay but like yeah which is stupid and terrible but like clearly if you watch elseworlds exchange you know damn well that was not what zub and fox had in had in mind right this is just how marvel operates right now right well because they got to get that number one on each one they gotta get yeah a huge number one yeah that big ugly terrible poorly uh graphic it's more like a number two yeah, it is. Straight up is. But uh, yeah, Murder World this is a fun. The idea being, uh, I mean, it, it, again, if you want to know more, if you want to get some heavy insights, watch the last episode of Elseworlds Exchange that Jim Zub was on. He gets into it a lot more mm. in depth, but uh, it, it's a fun idea. Great concept. Basically, like, you know, it, it takes this meta concept of like, what about all these villains that have like elaborate traps or big, you know, robots and stuff like that. But like every time you see them, they lose. Like they always are losers. Yeah. How could they ever get funding or success? Why would they ever think they were going to win? Right. And they keep losing every time because in between adventures, arcade does stuff like this. And like, so arcade has set up like murder world uh, competitions. Uh, and he does this every so often. And uh, a YouTuber discovers it. This 18 year old YouTuber mm-hmm. who's like basically defunct land uh, figures out like, that there was a murder world where the murder worlds are done, like how the murder worlds are accomplished. And that like, it's part of this like seedy dark web underbelly where it's like arcade will like hire a bunch of like, you know, promise like a million dollars or a hundred million dollars to like the winner. And it's like a death match. It's a, it's, it's so that's what this is. Mm. And so we follow this YouTuber, like going to getting gobbled up by arcade and put onto the murder world circuit and, under the pretense of filming it as like a documentary. Okay. And Arcade just finds him obnoxious and has no interest in giving him a documentary. He's like, you know, you're part of it now. You're going to die. Okay. In Murder World. Because it's called Murder World. Because it's called Murder World. I mean, like, I don't know what you thought when you came yeah. in here. And like, you know, Arcade, uh, if you've ever played Spider-Man, X-Men, Arcade's Revenge on the on the SNES machine, you know that Arcade is uh, infamous for building like elaborate, you know, like traps and robot versions of characters. He was also integral in the terrific uh, Black Widow series we did on back issues that nobody watched where... Uh, you know, there was a whole fantasy world that was built for uh, Natasha to hide her and get her away from everybody mm-hmm. so that she'd leave everybody alone. But uh, yeah, it's basically Squid Games. 
That's what it is. Okay. It's Marvel Squid Game. And it's like, okay. And it's cool. Like it it's fun. You know, the, they they fight the Avengers animatronics and uh, you know, our uh, our YouTuber friend discovers that there's more to him that meets the eye. He's um, a transformer? No, unfortunately he's not a transformer. <laughs> but uh he is uh but he is a mutant. And uh Arcade has a real problem with that because he hates mutants. He's like a racist for it. Oh. But uh, yeah, it's cool. Um I would definitely like after this issue, I was like, that's fun. Like that's a fun premise. Like I was just like, okay, the art the, the cover art really turned me off. I was very It's a little muddy. Like right? the coloring really is not doing this thing any justice. Like I feel like it should pop a little more. There's a number of things that are not working for me. I don't like Iron Man's suit. No, Iron Man's suit looks like spandex. A little bit. It's or not... he looks like he's an action figure. Like his like leg joints should yeah. shift. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. feel like a rotation. He's got like 16 points of articulation. That's right. That's right. Um yeah I'm not I'm not wild about the cover. I mean like it's fun because it like it, it is tonally applicable and i know they really wanted to use the original murder world logo but uh it's 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 not working for me yeah no it, well honestly because of the coloring on the the background it nothing nothing stands out no it the, just blends cap is almost the only thing that stands out but even he kind of falls away it, yeah. it's just it's weird everything's fighting for attention on yeah and it's a shame in, and that in, was in a way where it's like not everything is attention grabbing everything's just kind of like monotone uh-huh that was that was a significant problem uh, having been hyped about this since before san diego comic-con uh yes that's right i knew about murder world long before uh i i was like this this cover i i hope this book sells anyway <laughs> but it's i dig it and i think uh you should check it out i actually ended up like at the end of the book there was like a thing that marvel does where they're just like um email your editor if you want to have your letter be printed and I, I wrote a little thing it's like hey, did you really i was like hey this is great okay to print they won't go in but i was like oh good that's for you nice. nice job on murder world that's nice but like even so they still get to like see that they got more than maybe a couple of them that's very exactly, nice exactly exactly i like that but yeah check it out it's a lot of fun uh squid games <laughs> that was that was the pitch i love like, the idea of calling it murder world by the way well that's that's like, what it's always calling been calling anything murder world or like, like why would you ever go well, like either A, worst theme park ever, B, yeah, best haunted house ever, mm-hmm. or C, I mean, it's what you expected. Yeah. I called it Murder World. You really can't be mad at me. Right. Exactly. No. Yeah. You you can't blame me for calling. You got murdered at Murder World and you want to sue? Give me a break. But yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And, and by the way, I, I called it Squid Game because that was the pitch. Like the pitch was that Zub had done something for Marvel beforehand and they, and they called it, you know, the thing, the hot thing. Yeah. And they were like, actually we're looking for a squid game. If you got a squid game, like if you got a squid game and we'll take that pitch. Yeah. That's very much how it all works. Oh yeah. Like that's, that's the language of, of creation is just use it. <laughs> it it's this meets this yep. and it's like yeah is that creatively bankrupt or is it like you know derivative yeah but like right, but and it may not be what you want it to be but that's how you get it sold yeah like remember when thanos came out and then everybody in the movie world called dark side or steppenwolf the thanos of the dc movies like yeah I, despite the fact that dark side clearly predates thanos by like a lot and it's yeah. like yeah that's what they do man that's what they do you can't you know whatever uh and then finally uh actually you know what let's read a super chat and then we'll finally let's talk do about it. this right you, you did your last book yeah um, but uh yes. 
Uh, Corona Chris says, also wanted to thank you for recommending to me D-Dubs, Dubbers' Wonder Woman, Dead Earth, and Beta Ray Bill. They're great reads and look amazing on my shelf. They do, don't they? Mm-hmm. I just, uh, actually, I bought um, I bought Murder Falcon. I never read Murder Falcon. You bought it? I bought it. It's a, I got a hardcover right over oh, there. Let's check you it want, out. You want to get it? It's over there. Oh, no. it's Maybe it's over there. It's white. It. I don't know. It's really big and white. It should be in a pile somewhere. We have so many books, man. It's we have over two thousand trade paperbacks and hardcovers in the Comic Pop Library, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's overwhelming. I actually need to get somebody like in the studio. That's the one to uh, help me organize everything and get it. <laughs> can, we, can we just talk about how this is not at all what you described? <laughs> no. All right, my bad. I thought I remembered it being white. I was literally looking for like an all white book. Yeah. No, my be. Look at that. Look at, the, look at this. Gorgeous. Right? Skybound, man. Yeah, they know what's up. They do know what's up. They know how to make a goddamn comic book. And so it's just choked to the brim with D-Dub stuff. And then uh, he drew he drew this little character. I remember this now. Yeah. I forgot that you had it. So cool. He just so grabbed his big chiseled Copic marker and was like... It's a Posca pen. that's it. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, man, love uh, love dubbers. You'll never see a beta ray bill that big. Uh, Cat lawyer will defend for treats visiting family and it's 5 a.m. here. Good morning from India. Well, good morning to you too. Thank you very much. I'm also exploring the comic culture here. Nice. It's so much fun. Hope to see Comic-Con here. That'd be cool. I'm sure it's crazy different. Yes. Um, but yeah, man, uh, let's talk about one bad day. Mr. Freeze from Jerry Duggan and Matteo Scalara. Put it up there. I'll just have uh, this book um, is the third, I think. It's... So far, it was Riddler, Penguin, and this. Yeah, because the other Riddler, I always think of the Paul Dano Riddler run. I'm like, no. Yeah, no, that's that a was a different an, thing. It's a different Riddler black label book. Yes. This is, uh, yeah, and, and I remember people talking about it and being excited for it and hyped for it. And it's like, yeah, Jerry it's, Duggan gets to do a Mr. Freeze book. Well, yeah. It's, it's easy to get me hyped for Mr. Freeze. It, yes. It doesn't, it doesn't take, take much. a whole lot. Especially because this cover is clearly an homage in its own way. I mean, it's, it's brilliant in its execution of being like, it's a snow globe. It's a reflection. It's like, you know, it's, it's two different perspectives, but it's also his helmet. it's his helmet. And you're like, that's the, that's hard advice. You want me to think of, yep. of, of Mr. Freeze from the cartoon. Oh yeah, you do. And, uh, and I, of course I will. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, so Tiffany, what did you think of one bad day? Mr. Freeze? Certainly we've, we, we stopped kind of talking about it. no, it was a Two-Face as well. That's yes, the fourth it was one. because we read Two-Face. Yeah, we did Two-Face. We only didn't read The we, Penguin. We didn't talk about Penguin because I, I I find, I, I can't get, I opened it and I was like, Kevin Coley, and I closed it back up. I didn't even know we had it. Yeah, it's over there. Oh, well, I didn't get a chance to read it. I so. know, I'm sorry. But it's the only one we haven't read. That's true. But like this, I was like, I'm going to read this. Um, yes. I'm a big Mr. Freeze fan, thanks to the animated series. So <laughs> I'm a big animated series Mr. Freeze fan. That's asterisk. Funny. I want to put that asterisk yeah, up because there. Because the animated series. Because that, that's important because there are people who are like, no, I like Mr. Freeze before. Right. That. Sure like, you did. You loved his red and yellow suit. Maybe you loved his no motivation. Did. I don't know. But I'm just saying I want to be forthcoming. That's yeah. where I'm a fan of him from. Yeah, it's interesting. I liked him from uh Batman and Robin. No kidding. Lies. Also how could you how could you just lie to us? It like was that? easy. But uh <laughs> the other thing was he's just the animated series, but done poorly. Yes. But uh yeah, yes. man. What'd you think? I loved this. It was great. This, yeah. This is it. This is the one I liked the most. <laughs> and I don't think I'm gonna like any of them as much as this. No, nah, you will. And I think honestly, let's be honest, it's just taking what I know 
from the animated mm. series and giving that guy a bit of a bad day. Yes. It's a little different. This this freeze is It's very similar. It's very similar. It's very when similar. you read it, you will hear I, oh my god. I, all voice. I could hear it was his voice. Yeah. One hundred percent. Um I liked the story quite a bit. I liked how simple the bad day was. It wasn't quite as intense as some of the other ones no. we've seen. Now again, we didn't read the penguin one, so don't start yeah. if there's with how there. great that friggin' or, penguin or book like was. if it's not as intense as well, because yeah. we, we haven't read that one yet. Yeah. But the, this story wasn't quite as um like, oh my gosh, you know, somebody beat him or whatever. Yeah. Like it was just it's um it's it has has everything to do with Nora, which I think is a hundred percent what I expected. Yeah. If you know the animated series, that's where this bad day should come from. But before you think like, oh, it's a character exploration, it's just about Nora and like Batman is only like bookending. And no, 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 no. I think it's actually a lot. It's a lot about like it, it does a great balancing of deepening Nora's character, mm -hmm. explaining Mr. Freeze, giving you more. I thought there was an opportunity here and they didn't take it. And I was like, that's fair um, because it's also a very much a Robin story. Oh my and God, is I, it? I thought it might be cool if they made it Jason just to give him one because he doesn't have a lot of good stories just pre Red Hood. But I, I think that they again, I but think it's Dick. Like it, Dick is, it is compassionate. It is, and, and kind. it's like it's perfect because for me that strengthens the like connection to the animated series, even if it wasn't this young there. No, it's true, but there's yeah. I, I don't know. I I yes, I hear you. Right. hundred percent. Like could the have cult been, is a is a Jason Todd story for no. It could no have reason. been any other, like, you know, Robin. No, 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 no. It has to be one of the earlier Robin. It can't be Tim, because it's very different. Like Tim would have a different approach. That's Although true. actually Tim would have had it well, Tim would have worked with him and it, it, it doesn't matter. But like, yeah, no, I mean he they need to be super young. Yep. Yeah, they need to be young and, and idealistic. But, but I, I think Dick fits better into what they needed him to do in Yes. This. Well, he has a great line in this because it's like it it is entirely it is about victor and nora and who they are and who and who victor is and what his whole thing is all about um yeah so would i man <laughs> uh, but uh there's a moment where batman is like worried about him and he's like i gotta go i gotta go deal with freeze you stay oh my here God, that was so good sorry yeah. go ahead. what is it what's robin's no, line no, go ahead he says like if i'm gonna if i'm a partner in this war yeah you're gonna have to like include me yeah. You know, like, are we partners in this war or not? And just like having Dick. Yeah, we're either partners in the in this war or we're not. There we go. And I was like, that's awesome. Because that's like a little like Dark Knight Returns. Little Dark Knight Returns-y. But also it's like, that's what, that's what, that's what this is. Yeah. But like, um, it, it's great too, because, all right. So A, I think the writing is top shelf. B, yeah. the art in this. Oh, Scalera is great. I've always loved Mateo Scalera. You see him every once in a while. You and it's like, him, dude. And like, it's just, it's unbelievable. But like seriously there are so many this panel got me oh, so hard yeah it's solid that this panel right here of mm -hmm. like mr freeze just walking with like you like his face completely yep. shadowed yeah just those two red eyes circles for eyes you hear michael and sarah's voice just like yes this is one of those times i know that a lot of people i just saw like kevin smith like tearfully talk about how every comic book sounds like kevin conroy when you like when you've seen the animated series and it's very true and mm -hmm. but for me i don't I don't usually hear a lot of voices. Like I don't hear like Christopher Daniel Barnes when it's Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Like I don't, right. I don't have like a voice, but it was absolutely Ansar. Every line is that it's, Mr. It's Freeze. Perfect. It's perfection. Um, but not only 
does he do an incredible job of like these perfect huge splash pages the action is so solid oh, in this. Yeah. i freaking love the way in which he treats his shadows yep and the, like the texture in the shadows absolutely but i also love all of the character designs yeah they're great and, like dick's like appearance is like so childlike and gleeful so then to then have him have that line i'm like right yeah it's robin yeah well it's like right you've ruined this poor boy yes <laughs> but it's, it's like it's just this perfect juxtaposition yeah. of this like this cute like, little kid that should be having fun yes. and he's like i'm a i am a soldier in a war yep um the batman is chunky in this i like him he's thick he and i really like the depiction of him because it's also his matches in this yes matches balloon is in this i was like uh -huh. i read two books with matches in it now but like he does a matches thing and like he does that thing that quietly does with superman where it's like he needs to like slump and move so it's like you can confuse his strength with 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 fat yep and it's like yeah that's what they're doing yeah no he's like the art in this is like just top tier and like honestly it has this great like so again another reason why i think that this worked so well and especially to attach it to your nostalgia for the animated series is that the art itself makes you feel like it's old looking yeah which gives you that like mixed message of the animated series which was <laughs> like when is this right where, where? Is this the 40s or the future like, what is what is happening right now and so like that's what this art really made me think of it also gave me some nostalgia for some of the older batman books that i've gotten my hands on now i'm talking like some of the legends of the dark knight there's just something oh, yeah. about some of the shadows in this and the way that they're depicted there's in particular there's um a bed sheet mm -hmm. that, like we see top down and like it is just beautifully rendered yeah just utterly stunning just this moody page and maybe that's also why i'm, I'm thinking a little dark knight returns because there's something to frank's oh, yeah. shadows and the way he like renders them out yeah earlier like, frank yeah yeah like so i i was i i just I, in awe of this i was I, I i was reading this and i was like i really hope that's out like this book because <laughs> i'm going to gush right? about it just everything about it because like you know, like his bad day is obviously exactly what you think. It's like Nor like Nora gets sick. Yeah. And it's not going well. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's not going well. And he does exactly what he does uh, that you know him to do, right? Puts, yeah. puts her in a tube, makes her a tube wife, and like there. Then goes on to other such villainy due to heartbreak, right? right. You know, Batman's like, No, none of my villains really can be saved. Can't be saved. It's yeah. All, it's all fine. Well, and, and Robin's like, reaction to that being like, Well, if they can't be saved, then what are we doing? Yeah, like, why are we doing this, man? Like, why do we save them? Like, why don't we just murder them? <laughs> Like, I don't get it. So, like, the idea is that they're going to try to help him out, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, that his bad day is a combination of a couple of things. One, clearly Nora is, like, outliving her life, right? He's doing his science stuff, but she's living her life and is having an affair. Clearly. But, like, never says it. No. Because, like, she tries to and he won't let her. Right. And I I love that. And yeah. we never, like, we never just go and say it. No. No, it's always that, implied. That conversation at the beginning yeah. is spectacular. Oh, yeah, between Nora and Freeze. It's heartbreaking and it's spectacular, and I, and I absolutely love it. Um, but, like, so, like, that's part of the bad day. It's, it's like, his, like, recognizing that that's going on, but that it's really a failing of himself, yeah. right? That, like, time goes on as he's doing his science, and Nora needs attention. Yeah. And so he's like, you know what? Let them. Yeah. Like, let her friends take her out and do these things. Because that, of course, echoes later when she does fall ill yeah and they try to visit her and he's like they don't need you she doesn't need you anymore yeah like, she doesn't need you right now right or like this is like this, this is my I, job i need time now with her you took her time now it's my time yeah so this is i don't want to tell you what happens but like this is just such an incredible book and if like you were you know maybe on the fence if you were, if you were a little were turned cold, off yeah all left out in the cold uh, yeah the two uh the one bad day um initiative but if you like mr freeze from the animated series you might like this one again it's not gonna be exactly him but like 
think about it as that freeze having a worse day in a sense. Right. Um, again, this, I, I can't, I can't with this book. I, there are so many pages this, that for this, that I'm like, please just make this into a, an image I can buy. Right. Yeah. Like Scalera, does he go to cons? Does he right, I don't know. I've never, I never see like, him. Holy crap. There's just too many things I want yeah. from this. Who colored this? Because it's also somebody that needs to be uh, shouted out. Uh, Dave Stewart. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've that makes sense. Dave Stewart before. Yeah, Dave Stewart's great. It's just that butterfly uh, motif where they carried that over. Like, yeah. Yeah. You'll see it later at the end. Oh, yeah. When they free him. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. This Reborn. So yeah. There's also like an angel motif a little yeah, bit. But yeah. like, yeah, it's just, it's just great. And it's just like, it has a, even though it's like, this doesn't feel as like grimdark as some of the other ones no um but like it does you know feel like a classic batman adventure like there's something this is almost more a legends of the dark knight yeah (laughs) oh yeah no this is very much a this is what it's this is what legends of the dark knight's supposed to be yeah is is this is this kind of like approach Mm -hmm. to the character and 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 having this evergreen quality to it and yeah that's that's what it is it's it's just incredible but so again if you didn't get a chance i highly recommend this one Mm -hmm. um it's just it's it's, this was a this was a 10 out of 10 for me yeah i really liked every moment of this and no there's no like i was reading i was like oh oh my oh my god yeah this just it looks great it reads great it's it is really i feel like the, the pace of it is so good oh yeah yeah, no, there's yeah. no no notes. No, no notes. Just please write more. Please, That's yeah. my note. Yeah, I would 100% take a combo of these two. Oh, yeah. I don't know, let, let, remember, they're doing Legend of the Dark Knight, but just do it again. Just put these two. Yeah, on. do it better this time. Do it better. Here, here's, here's the first assignment. Then, yeah, bam. this again. Just them. Do it. Yep. Did you want it? No, no, no. You're good. Um, so before we get to the recommendations, I guess we'll talk about this DC thing. Um, but sure. Rishi Venkatesh says the DC YA novels were mostly misses for me, but I honestly really dug the Victor and Nora one. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even remember about that one. That one I might check out. Just again, I'm I'm just I'm just a simp for yeah. Victor and Nora. <laughs> I saw a uh, an image. Apparently, there's a book coming out that's like about Constantine, and he's like, what's no, it? Not a child. No, he's not a little boy, but mm-hmm. he's not the same age he is not now. It's like he's kind of like a like he's a pretty boy. And it's like when he was in the band. That I kind of like because like that can totally work because yes. John lived a lot. Right. Like no, I love the <laughs> idea of him being at like the same time. of him being really like obsessed with his looks and being like you know, it doesn't doesn't get his hands dirty, you know, and just being like emotionally manipulative and horrible mm-hmm. and then like falling from grace like it'd be really be a great visual story yeah he and loser have a lot in common yeah no, that's right. in that sense that's true uh but yeah so anyway uh we're getting this uh thing out of dark nights uh, or dark crisis on infinite earths uh which is like the dawn of the dc universe or something like that dawn of dc and well, uh yeah because things are always darkest before the dawn that's true ho ho and so we're getting this new initiative this new idea and we're getting like the superman family of books joshua williamson's gonna be writing a superman book mm-hmm. and he's gonna be writing a green arrow book uh, and, and we're seeing like this new kind of like initiative. And there was a timeline that they released that kind of showcased what uh, the DC universe can expect mm. uh, in the next little while. And I'm like, wow, what a good idea to finally do is to like tell your audience what to expect and what to be excited about sure. and, uh, and and do so with like a timeline that can actually be like quantified, analyzed and kind of like an, an investigated, even though it's like, you know heavily curated and it's like it's not it's not really like you know 
it, it's not uh it's not like it used to be like i remember like phil jimenez drawing like full on full ass posters that don't appear in the like comic book of any kind that just tell you like what the tone and the theme of the next thing is supposed to be okay and uh like they're not gonna do that anymore sure um but yeah like dawn of dc there we go i'm just trying to pull up this freaking uh timeline so tiffany can know what i'm talking about that's okay i'll I'll try to follow along at home but it, it, it it seeks to like imply a lot like you know they talk about the lazarus planet and you're like what is that and they're like i don't know you don't want that they're that's like, not good no i know right <laughs> they're like we don't know we're not going to tell you what that means all right um you know but then they show you like and it's funny because it's very similar to like the zazlav images of um like what they consider to be the next initiative for like the dc movies where it's like these are just the logos that like warner brothers owns you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. but like as you can see like it's we're running through with the next thing superman then that logo which i'm sure you could probably guess i don't like the fact that they went with dp like that but hey you know what it's doom patrol which i'm like what i think that's just piggybacking on how much people enjoy that show and i think that's exactly and i'm like that's fine but like see that that's why i'm like this should be a movie plan right like if you if you were to throw away the fact this is the comic book initiative and just say this is the new dc warner brothers plan it's like yeah you open with superman great idea right Mm-hmm. Set the tone. Here's Superman. Here's the first superhero. Here's his movie. Next one, maybe a little esoteric. Doom Patrol. But there's a show. People like it. There's a there's a, there's word around in the entertainment world about Doom Patrol. So you can yep. find some touchstones. Doom Patrol movie. Next one, Green Lantern, Green Arrow, Hard Traveling Heroes. Great idea, right? Like, oh wow, com- yeah. Combine them. Move on. Boom. And then you go. Uh, we're gonna do a Batman, a Shazam, and a Hawkman movie. You know what I mean? Like, if you were to do that, mm-hmm. you'd have a Justice League initiative sometime at the end of like the next like five year plan. Yeah. Holy shit! Instead, it's a comic book, and again, brilliant idea. By the way, the interpretation the interpretation of Green Lantern, Green Arrow, it's wrong. That's not what that is. They're, you're getting a Green Lantern and a Green Arrow book. I assume that's what it is. Which yeah, it absolutely all... shouldn't have been because like Green Arrow has Green Lantern has been floundering uh, for years, and Green Arrow has been attempting to justify its existence for a while and if you were to like look at dc's history you could go like oh we'll just put them together and you know bank on nostalgia and also like come up with some creative ideas for exploring these two characters boom no but uh that's the plan and as you can also see from like the depiction of like the background of that thing um they have these like tentacles which, yes. you know, if you were like, oh, man, I'm a big fan of Yowie. I know what that is. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it, it's not Yowie. But uh, some Tentai. Some Tentai. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, but like it's Brainiac. It's the Brainiac ship. Like uh, they, they obscured it. But like you could see like you I guarantee you it's the skull ship over here. So okay. Brainiac is going to be the big bad sure. of the dawn of D.C. Now, Brainiac was the big bad of, of, of Convergence. So it's like, ugh. but most people who are reading D.C. now don't even remember Convergence. That's fair. Uh, but if you know the big bad is going to be brainiac you can sow the seeds of brainiac throughout each book different aspects of what brainiac's plans are can be explored in here and so it's like Mm. that this is doing exactly what i've been like begging both companies to do which Mm -hmm. is have a plan right right and then execute said plan the only thing they're doing poorly is explaining it now there are a couple of articles there's one from gizmodo that we're talking about right now that shows you a few of the ideas but it's not 
hinting oh, at the no. larger plan. That's right. John, because Kal-El, Superman, our Superman is back. And so John is going to go electric blue. Okay. So literally the other day, not even the other day, like a couple months ago, do you remember we were talking about that? And I was yeah. like, when is the nostalgia for that going to show back up? When people yeah. are going to be like, no, that was a great idea. That was a great idea. Making it blue. I guess we're back. We're back. We're, we're here. Well, guess what? We're, it's we're, now. The goalpost is, is planted. Is, yes. John is going to be blue. But for me, great. Good. Make him blue. Whatever. I don't care. I, I you know, I, I, I appreciate John, but like John's going on an adventure of his own. Apparently it's going to be like fighting Ultraman because like Ultraman imprisoned him and forced him to like lose his childhood in the first place. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, yeah, that's a cool idea. Like explore that. And I'm not going to go by each one, but like the idea is that, you know, we're exploring different families of books. The Doom Patrol are coming back. We're going to see they're going to have a whole different like look. For sure. Um, Absolutely. And now that that's very in keeping with, with them. The, that with can the absolutely happen. Exactly. Uh, there was a question in our chat that asked if anyone recommends reading the Gerard Way. Oh, uh, yeah. Darrington run. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, Nick Darrington, man, you 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 turn me on to him. He's he's dope. He does some stuff in there. Trust me, it is just it's great because it's him getting to be unfettered. Yeah, like oh yeah, Nick uh, Nick Darrington was tweeting recently, and I, I loved it. If you've never seen Mobius, the artist Mobius's interpretation of the Marvel Universe, he did like this whole suite of like character portraits, basically of Spider Man, mm -hmm. Iron Man, the Thing, uh, Electra. Just very random, but very different. Like, you know, a Punisher. There's a great, like, new design for Punisher that he did that's, mm -hmm. like, 30 years old. But, like, to see that, it's, like, it's got this real, like, English grit. Mm -hmm. And Darrington was redrawing them. I saw that. And he's, like, when are they going to do that and just set that in its own Earth, the mm -hmm. Mobius universe? Oh. And I'm, like, I'm, just, I'm saying it because I want to put it out into the world that Marvel should do a like Marvel Mobius book that is just like, here is that universe. Darrington's drawing it. Let's see it, you know? But uh, anyway, but speak, but back to DC's Dawn, you know, they talk about Batman, blah, blah, blah. And then you see like, there's a couple of things where they're like, these are the creative teams on this book. Like mm -hmm. Dennis Culver and Chris Burnham are doing the D the doom patrol book. Okay. Um, Superboy man of tomorrow is one of those. Remember it was that awful um, competition thing they were doing. That was the winner of the competition between like all the yes. books. Um, so that yes. was that already has its team, which is Kenny Porter and uh, Yohoni uh, Lindsay. But yeah. then they have things like uh, there's going to be a cyborg book. Uh, it's coming out in May. I don't know. Oh, okay. and I'm like, if you don't have a team, don't say anything. Like if you don't have a, you know why if, they want to say something because they like now because like a lot of white people in this lineup. Well, yes, but like also. Um, I think also the idea that a they want to flush it out and b it gives you like something to be excited for. Yeah. So you're going to keep coming back to right. Learn more. When are you going to do more about a cyber? So, right, and like that will remind you constantly of the plan. It's actually not a bad marketing it, scheme. It wouldn't be, except the other book that has a TBD on it is the only other book starring black people, and it's called Steelworks. Oh, okay, that's not. And it's in the 30th anniversary of John Henry Irons being introduced. Um, it, it's about uh, Natasha, his niece, like doing like you know running the book okay and it's like okay it's a cool idea but like again we don't know who's doing it and it's like oh well hopefully again it's the 30th anniversary so hopefully someone realized that and was like hey we need we, to you need to actually like think about that one yeah. before you just pick anybody because right? if you're going to do a 30th anniversary you might want to try yeah anything. i i have a great idea for who should write that uh it, it's not unfortunately a black creator but like it would be louise simonson who created john henry irons in the first place uh, mostly because she was really integral in making sure that john henry irons was clearly maybe she could... Darwin, uh, uh uh oh man i just i just blanked on his name damn it dwayne mcduffie Real? oh like john henry irons is dwayne mcduffie 
And it's like, it'd be really cool if people remembered that and put that in the book. But uh, anyway, uh, it, it is. Maybe uh, she could do a backup. Right. Like, just uh, as, she, like, as like part of a 30th anniversary, it's like, you know, get like a big creator on the book mm -hmm. just to kick it off well, and if, then like do something with like, hey, here's one of the creators also doing something. Hell, get a get a get a prominent get a get a hungry. Talented black creator on the Steelworks book. It's 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 about her, the niece, and to have Louise do the backup about John. That'd be interesting. You know, like something like that. But uh, yeah, man, I don't know. It, it it feels like half measures, but like it's it's something. It's something. And something at this point is better than. <laughs> I, like I I think the most like like non-contributory thing I could have said. No, it's true, but it is. I mean, like that's that's but that's, so so is this for DC. DC needs. Here's what they need to do. Okay. And I'm just going to put it out into the world. Right, DC sure. needs to contact like CBR or us. Get the creators they have or mm -hmm. the the progenitors of this idea, and we'll do a town hall live stream. Oh. Not unlike their rebirth mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, stream, where it's like this is what we're doing. This is the this is the dawn of the new age of heroes, and we're and just we'll take questions that are curated, obviously, because we don't want to have people being like release the Snyder Cut, but like. You know, we take questions from the audience that are direct and honest and open that are about like that help them explain better what this is going to be. Mm. Come on. Yeah. Mark Wade and Dan Moore are doing a Shazam book. That's the only thing that we get me to read a Shazam book. Um, a lot of interesting ideas. I like just that those it. two clearly work well together. I know. I like and that so, a lot. Like, that's going to be a, a pairing. Yeah. Occasionally. Good, it's a good I like, pairing. I like that. Uh, so before we go, let's talk about some comic books coming out this week. But before we do that, we got a massive super chat, and I want to make sure we address it. Um, before that, we have Nuber375. Didn't care for the twist with Victor, but besides that, absolutely loved it, especially with the Murphy-esque art. Um, awesome. Yeah, glad you liked it. Uh, and Archer FX, thank you oh so much gosh. for your incredible Seriously, generosity. Archer. Holy crap. Thank you, thank you, thank Happy you. birthday, Tiffany. As a present, I'm sending you a book I think you'll really enjoy, Day of Judgment, a DC event starring magic and mythological characters and places, including Angels from the JLA run Neron and no not well-known magic group written by sales favorite guy oh no way that's awesome okay thank you so much thank that's, you archer beyond beyond so thank and you i got your much. message don't worry so thank you so much for uh for, for sending it but also thank you for the super chat and supporting us man <laughs> holy crap yeah thank you man holy crow uh criminy thank you for that but let uh yeah let's do yeah <laughs> So it sounds like marketing dc doesn't do that yeah. <laughs> i know and this, the worst of it is like it's free you know, like, hey, let me do this for you. Let me let me just do this for you. And they're like, mm, uh, that's a fun idea, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. What do, you know, I've got something in the hopper. Well, in the meantime, there are long boxes choked with 30th anniversary Superman, Death of Superman books. Well, unsold of, copies. That kind of works. It'll be in a dollar bin. It doesn't work. That kind of if I were a retailer, I would return them. I was I was saying that it's like, you know, well, I guess that was the return of Superman, all of the copies that we see of that. Yeah, that white so book that's it's like it's like honoring that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Here's dozens of long boxes choked with action comics, whatever the hell number that was. Uh, let's talk about some recommendations. These right. are comics that are coming out this week that we think that you should check out. Obviously, I'm gonna pitch Detective Comics 1066. It's uh Rom V. Uh it's it's got Rom V, Simon Spurrier, Ivan Rice, Ivan Hayden Rice. Sherman. Looks like Ivan Rice is the penciler for the main That's book. awesome. Hell yes, I'm in. Uh, also, this is like an, this covers like an homage to uh, the cult, which yeah. I really enjoy. Um, from Bernie Wrightson. But yeah, like uh, Detective Comics 1066, great book. Holy crap! Keep 
uh, keep reading this series. Uh, I'm going to check out Spider-Man 14. It looks like Chasm's coming. It's the beginning of Dark Web. It has to, yeah. From Zeb it's Wells. With art by Ryan Stegman, Terry Dodson, Michael Dowling. I don't know what's happening, but I'm looking forward to it. 36 pages. So. How? Hooray. Uh, Daredevil 5. Better than Spider-Man. You should be reading this. Chip Zdarsky, Marco Cicchetto. Uh, hell yeah this is a great series uh continuing the uh, this weird journey that matt's on matt's in a weird place uh human target number nine we are three issues away from the end of human target one of the best tom king books ever done by tom king and greg smallwood it's a really great cover isn't it every cover they did was spectacular dark crisis the dark army i'm gonna check this out because hey someone's gonna do something with the dark army finally uh written by mark wade and dennis culver uh and and delilah dawson with art by freddie e williams the second and gleb melenkov hooray that sounds like fun i'll read that and check it out and let you know how it goes and i'm really enjoying the batman audio adventures from dennis mcnichols and anthony marquez if nothing else you should be looking at this book because the art is spectacular um that pudgy bat logo yep is isn't so it great, great? Just, i like it a lot i like all like all the art in this book it's so good um deadly neighborhood spider-man is getting its second issue from taboo and b earl uh, and juan ferreira uh i read the first one and like the ending of it was really cool remember demon bear versus spider-man right this is like i, I don't know why i didn't read this either because i completely forgot yeah i yeah. completely forgot oh, that yeah this well, of course because it, um, like it took forever for it to come out I hate, I hate when i do that though i know i know uh, x-men number 17 is coming out so you know i'm gonna be i don't know where that just went i'm just gonna click on this it's fine i got this uh written by jerry duggan with art by josh Kasara. so yeah 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 uh, that'll be that'll be good i'm i'm, I'm excited there we go I fixed it. we're good oh good okay i fixed it oh, don't God. worry about it we're good Phew. um also x-force number 34 is coming out again like some of the x books at this point i'm kind of falling off on to just kind of make some room mm -hmm. for some other things at this point because it's just it's a lot right? yeah it's written by ben percy with by chris allen nothing against percy's work again it's just because you know yeah there's only so much time um midnight suns number three it's a book i'm reading and i don't know why but i i will keep reading it because i like magic so and yep. also that game's coming out soon enough i think it's ish. out no oh maddie's it, been playing it for the last like month or something he has he has extra access to That's it true. then i think i thought it was supposed to be coming out in december 9th oh okay but i i, I kind of just pulled that number out of the air so i don't know yeah um wow just, I, I really wasn't prepared for... Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, Doctor Strange, Fall Sunrise, number one. Um, written and drawn by Trad Moore. Trad Moore's doing a Doctor Strange book, everybody. So I'm, so I'm going to read the hell out of that. It's colored by Heather Moore. Oh, I don't know. So I'm going to guess there's a relation there of some sort. Oh, oh yeah, Moore. Yeah. Huh. Right, I, I have to check this. I have to. Oh know. yeah, you got to read image. I don't know if I don't know if there's anything in there. For Who knows? It. it doesn't look like it. Nope, don't see his name there. Dang! So if you didn't, if you were looking for more witches, don't forget image number image seven was the one for you. Image is a like anthology. Yeah, it's kind of like an anthology. It's it's sort of like um like a Shonen Jump kind of magazine thing where like there's a whole bunch of comics and like each issue has a, like a little vignette like a little yeah. part of the story so you have to collect them all but you get a whole lot of different stories yes. for like the one price so I, I don't know there's something there i think that's kind of fun um again i completely fell off this book but i still like to remind people that dc max is coming out <laughs> yeah. uh, dc max number five is coming out so don't forget about that 
Uh, I'm sure there's some other stuff that I'm missing, but I wasn't as prepared as Sal is. <laughs> Sal's always way more prepared than I am. No, that's not true. You're way more prepared. It's than only I am. because you get you set all this up. So you, you that's true. You, I get to look at it. Yeah, you do it beforehand. Uh, but listen, we want to thank you all so much for hanging out with us and letting us do this as a job. We do appreciate it. Thank you to our super chatters and especially for our uh, mega super chatter for today. Thank you so much for I think all we your had support. Super chat. We do. Oh my God, Archer's back with more uh, support. Thank you very much, Archer. Uh, basically, this Dawn DCU sounds like Rebirth slash Dark Side War, which is Dark Christ. Uh, and this year long story is the new 52 i kind of understand why jeff john's not being involved since he already did three reboots and is doing something else there's a number of reasons why jeff johns isn't involved uh or at least not as integrally involved but like johns is more or less an independent contractor at this point like i don't i don't see johns as like a project as like a planner for the dc universe as much as i see him being like yeah uh here and if you want to, if you want, I mean, listen, if you want that, the, these are the building blocks. You can build them if you want, but I already did that. Like you said, but like, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, I, I, I felt shades of rebirth. I know that DC has been chasing the new 52 dragon since the new 52. And they've been like, Oh my God, the sales of new 52. You have no idea. The amount of coverage we got. Oh, it's like, yeah, man, but you, you, it was a different time. You poisoned the well. Yeah, no, you did. You did. You went back to well, They went back to the well too many times. They tried to. That's true. That's true. But uh, thank you all so much for, for your super chats, for your support, for watching, and yes. for uh, and commenting. Thank you for, the, thank you for the birthday wishes. Thank you for the birthday wishes. Yay. And we'll see you guys next time with another episode of Off the Rack here on Compop Returns. Stay tuned for more. Of course, at the end of the week on Friday, new episode of Elseworlds Exchange will drop where Ben and I are talking about comic book movie sequels we'd like to see today. Interesting show. Okay. We already recorded it, so you're, uh, you're all set. But uh, yeah. We'll see you guys later. Don't forget to check out Tiffany on twitch.tv slash comic pop or on youtube.com slash comic pop plays. Check out that channel, subscribe, watch right now. We're in the middle of releasing the guardians of the galaxy streams. And once we hit the, uh, the monetization threshold, which is coming next couple of uh, weeks or so, uh, we'll be simul streaming on YouTube what? and Twitch, which I've never done before. No. So it's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe we'll do the day, alternating it'll be, days. It'll be great. Like no, trust me. You want to be there for that. If you like watching, just you know, train wrecks. Train wrecks. That's that's. I'm right here. I'm help. I'm here to help. Yeah, I'm your conductor. Yes. Woo woo. All, <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a fantastic holiday. If we don't see you, otherwise, we'll see you guys next time with another episode. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. So long, everybody. Bye.